Yo, hey, this is good. Are these levels good right now? I hope so. Um, yeah, I'm still trying to get used to the distance of the microphone. Is this good? Uh, is this fine? You know? Yeah? You can hear me? Well, I can't really hear back, so if it's bullshit, then I'm going to cut this out. But, you know what? I'm liking this energy so far, so I'll probably keep it. Hey, what's good? What the fuck is good? It's episode 20 of the Fill in the Blank Interlude podcast with your host, Naoto Wakabayashi. So, man, I don't even know where I want to start off. I feel like nothing has really happened this week. You know, the news has been really slow. So, man, I mean, I hope you guys are having a good Monday because, hey, it's while I'm recording this podcast, it's uh, Sunday night right now. I'm about to hit a uh, Latin street party thing tonight. Um, well, in the next, like, 20 minutes or so, right after I stop recording this episode. So I basically did that. Um, what what else happened? Oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm actually going to audition for an acting role tomorrow. So I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like it should be pretty, should be pretty fun. Um, I got to figure out how I'm going to set that all up because, yeah, I have no idea how any of this fucking shit works, like, to be very honest. So, yeah, I'm going to apply for that. Um my first acting gig thing that I'll ever do. I mean, it is a video submission, but hey, I'll see how it goes, man. I'll see how it goes. Yo, so, man, do you guys listen to the new albums that came out? Like, any of the new albums that came out this weekend? Like, the uh, the Dreamville, the Dreamville album, dope, dope. I really fucked with it. Um, Eris... Arise, Eris by Jaden. Um, oh, I see he uh, cut down his name a little bit. I, I don't think he always went by Jaden. I'm pretty sure it was Jaden Smith uh, for the longest time. But yeah, no, I mean, okay, so I only got to track seven. They're like, holy shit, this is a bonus album. So <laughs> there are 20 tracks on this thing. I only got to track seven. Um you know, I kind of ran into the same problem that I ran into with Sire, where I just kind of get bored after, like, the lettered colored series. The lettered color series, if you know what I mean. Like, the last uh, Sire album, it had blue. This one has pink. And after I heard K, so the way, the way that... If you haven't heard any of either of these two albums, um, there are four songs... At the beginning, uh, on Sire, it's it spells out B L U E. So that's each song is like a letter of blue. Yeah, I, I think you get the gist. And then with this new album, it's pink and it's you know just compositionally, like composition wise, not compositionally, composition wise, um, and just how it's all arranged and. The range in his performance in these four songs and how it all comes together, how it all transitions and how the last letter always harkens back to Willow's vocals in the first letter. Like it's it's all really beautiful, right? Like it's amazing. Like I still consider blue 
the greatest piece of work that Jaden has ever done in his career. I guess for me, like it, like when you when you factor in the production and the instrumentation and just everything. Uh, my only problem with Blue is that the wap, uh, the rapping is like pretty whack. Um, he has an artichoke bar, you know, like the art of choking, like art of choking. And then, yeah, like it's, yeah, no, I, I don't know. It's just a lot of played out shit in Blue, which is really unfortunate because I really love that song. And I think he could have made those like religious Mary and Joseph themes and son of G like a son of God themes really cool. Um, with Pink, though, like, as far as I can tell, the rapping is much, much better. Um, the only thing is, like, the production on Pink is incredible. It's just, I think it's, t it's like, a step, like, it's a step, st uh, like, one less step stellar than Blue. You know what I mean? Like, I listen to it, I'm just like, you know what, Blue's better. But I still love it. I still love it, so... Yeah, no, I, I fucks with it. So I would definitely check that project out if you guys get a chance. And hey, listen the whole thing. Um, I'm planning on listening the whole thing sometime this week. So yeah, stay tuned for my full review. Um, you know, Oasis is still in rotation, man. Like, holy shit. I really love this project. Like, this J Balvin and Bad Bunny project? Yeah, like, I... Like my my uh my roommate and one of my best friends Gab, um shouts out to you Gab. Um, he would translate. So he's Argentinian, but then he would like, so and he actually put me on to reggaeton. Like I never like I'm not like. With that being said, it's not like I got on the reggaeton wave at all. Like I listened to it, I fucked with it, but I wasn't like, fucking with it, fucking with it. You know what I mean? So. Um, I just know that, like, there are probably some, like, nasty-ass-of-bars in this, and I'm really excited to hear it, you know what I mean? Like, God, but the one song that really took me back was uh, La Cancion. Um, that song is, man, such an amazing sunset song. Like, riding down a wide-ass street, in the direction of the sunset to this doesn't this make you think of like a quarter of the exes that you dance with in the summertime like all your summer flings this is like this song is straight up the I don't know again I have no idea what he's saying like I have no idea what Bad Bunny's saying right now but this is like this is like an homage to all the summer flings I've ever had. Like, shouts out to y'all. You, all of you guys hold a special place in my heart. You know what I mean? Like, hey, like, there's nothing like the two-month relationship where you know it's gonna end. Like, those are fucking dope because, first off, you're not really dating the other person long enough for things, for problems to, for actual problems to ever happen. Most of the time. Well, for me, like, I mean, for others, it could be a different story, but I find that I'm, like, the summer fling king. <laughs> I am the summer fling king. Um, and 
though yeah no they've always they, those situations have always been dope you know what i mean and like most of the time actually every single time like i've ended up just becoming homies with the other person right after um so shouts out to y'all you've made you've made my summers real fun real fun when i come home um but yeah no this this makes this makes me miss like not just all the summer flings i've had but the summer flings of the future it's kind of wild um so definitely god I, 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 no, 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 okay, I'm not gonna play this whole song, I almost did, um, but, no, that, that song, that song to me is incredible, this whole project is incredible, man, like, I, uh, tried playing this whole thing at a party, and it's, it's fucked up, I love it, I love it, um, it obviously didn't fly, I think I told y'all about it, like, last week, about the party that I went to, and I tried putting it all on, but then, um, I put on, uh, City Girls and Megan Thee Stallion, and then, well, no, some girls came through, and they weren't really fucking with Oasis, Oasis, uh, so I put on, uh, City Girls and Megan Thee Stallion, and that killed the room, so, yeah, no, definitely give a, give this project a listen, um, God, you know what, you know what, this, uh, this Chris Brown album is still in rotation, guys, like, I'm not going to lie. It's still in fucking rotation. Like, I feel like it's a disservice how long it is. I mean, just hear this shit, dude. Hear this fucking shit. If I'm out at the ball, having a night on the town. Yo, this song is like straight up. So this song's featuring uh, Justin Bieber. It kind of reminds me of that uh, and Ink. I think those background vocals are Ink. Uh, she's dope. She is dope. But this reminds me of that Justin Bieber song that uh, Ed Sheeran co-wrote, or I guess he probably wrote the whole thing. Um, that song about like fucking yourself like I mean no not fucking yourself um, that song about like telling the other person to go fuck themselves you know what I mean but in a really like nice way um, Justin Bieber is featured on this and he kills his feature guys like what yeah, I, love, I love this shit, guys. I love this shit. Oh, no. Hold on. I gotta I gotta slow this down real quick. Okay, yo. I I just had a scare just now. Oh my god. So I thought um for some reason I got so I got a notification up on GarageBand saying that the monitor was turned off and then I couldn't hear the um 
like any sound anymore. So I was like, oh shit, like are you pausing the recording right now? Or are you still recording? No, thankfully it did. But okay, so that was that was the uh, Chris Brown and Justin Bieber song. And I don't know if you guys like sense a general theme here, like the breakup summer songs. Oh, they're they are lit right now. They are so lit for me. You know what I mean? Like, um, nah, they fuck man. I, <laughs> yeah, no, there's there's something about like breakup summer songs that are hitting that zone for me right now. Um, not because like I guess like I sort of went through a break- well, yeah, probably because of that. But you know what? Like I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to play them at all the parties. People are going to be like, yo, don't play this. It makes me feel sad. Do you know what make like, honestly, breakup summer songs make me feel happy because I'm just like, yo, those are some like crazy times that we had. You know what I mean? Those memories. And then, yeah, like, no, shouts out, shouts out. (laughs) I'm going to stop there. No, I mean, what I was going to say is that like, you know, you like start, playing these songs, well, well, I don't know, you, like, talk about, like, your breakups with, like, another girl that you're, like, interested in, and then, you know, they start being, like, oh, my God, he's such a sensitive guy, like, I don't know, I feel like sometimes, well, I guess, like, I guess, like, when you meet girls that are, like, or when you meet somebody that's a fixer, like, they'll probably just be like oh my god he has a broken heart like i want to be the one to mend it you know what i mean sometimes sometimes now i'm not saying all the time sometimes uh most of the time i i do realize that i do have like an amazing support system but the breakup bag like that's <laughs> that's a funny ass bag to get into like when you're hitting on somebody oh my god the uh let me cry on your shoulder bag <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's that's sick. That is so sick. Um, yeah, so I'm still listening to the Chris Brown album. It's fucking amazing. Uh, what else has been out? I fell off on the Mustard album a little bit. Um, still love the still love the Nipsey song at the end and the intro, but everything else is sort of, it's all right. This is an okay project. I thought it was dope because it was different and whoa, whoa by young thug and gunna. But, um, other than that, I don't really care, care about this project that much as much as, uh, some, uh, mustard projects in the past. I don't know why. Um, case study one by Daniel Caesar is still in rotation. It's dope. I love it. What's weird about this album, though, is that there's not a song on here that, like, is, like, and uh, I don't know how to describe it. Like, he doesn't have, in my opinion, I feel like he doesn't have a song on here that's, like, um, Get You, Japanese Denim, uh, Best Part, uh, Tear of songs, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, okay, so I do consider Who Hurt You, a song that a lot of people didn't really care about when it came out. I consider Who Hurt You, like, that caliber of a song. But as a project, I fucking love this project. I really do. I really do. Um, ooh, I guess I didn't talk about Revenge of the Dreamers. Uh, what'd you guys think about it? 
What'd you guys think? Like, generally, I did like it, but there weren't that many songs that really, really blew me away, to be very honest. Um, Wells Fargo made me go, whoa. Like, certain features, like, I love the DaBaby feature. Like, I love the Maxo Cream feature. Um, and, like, yeah, like, J. Cole, like, really did his thing on this project. Absolutely did his thing. J.I.D., I feel like, I feel like his talent is still very raw. And by that, I mean that, in my opinion, it sounds like he still needs development. Because he has a lot of ama- great, great things going for him. He has a lot of charisma on the mic. He has the willingness and courage to experiment with different flows and different styles and just different types of songs. Um, <clears throat> but I still feel like I still feel like he still needs development, which is totally fine. You know what I mean? Um, same thing with Earth Gang. As well, to be very honest. But I think Earth Gang and JID, they're going to be big. They're going to be big. And honestly, I'm really, really looking forward to their projects. Well, their future, their future works and just their future output. Because I believe once they figure it out, man, they're going to take off. They're absolutely going to take off. Um, Ari Lennox shouts out. You already know how much I... Uh, how much love I have for Ari. Um, yeah. No, she was she was cool on this. She was cool on this. Nothing, nothing that made me go like get super excited, but I generally did like her contribution. Wait. Oh. Sorry, I just tried to sneeze and I couldn't. <laughs> oh, that's annoying. I just like. I just swallowed that sneeze. That's fucked. Um, Smino, I I liked Smino on this, uh, but sacrifices with J- like J Cole sacrifices verse. Oh man, oh man, that was oh, I loved sacrifices. It was good. Um, it was kind of hilarious seeing people freak out about the uh, like five second Kendrick feature on this. Uh, that like five bar like hook that he had um what's weird is that when i first heard it, i'm just like oh is that kendrick i mean i don't know it's weird because i got so used to listening to black Panther, like the black panther soundtrack where he would uh he would basically do what he did on uh that sun song what was it called under the sun on this new uh dreamville project and where he just have like very minor vocal contributions and I stopped thinking that it was cool but some people like genuinely genuinely freaked out about you know J. Cole and Kendrick being on the same song together like I'm pretty sure yo I saw I saw this uh, video of this one guy um, I forgot what channel it was but this one guy reacting to it and he was crying um, as much as I want a Cole and Ken- Okay, here's the thing with the Cole and Kendrick album. I don't really care anymore. I honestly feel like both of them have... Uh, 
diverged in such a way with their own respective musical careers where it doesn't necessarily excite me. Like the prospect of them recording a project now doesn't excite me as much as it did during the uh, during the Friday Night Lights and Section 80 era. During that era, I swear to God, I was f- like, once I heard uh, Temptations, uh, Ken- that video of like Kendrick Lamar and Schoolboy Q in that storefront blasting Temptations to a crowd, like, that, that shit got me hyped. That shit got me hyped up. And it had me hyped for a lot of years until right around the time uh, To Pimp a Butterfly came out because I kind of realized I really, and even though, like, you you know, like, when they remix each other's songs during that time? Or not, yeah, like, had verses over each other's songs during that time? That didn't excite me. Like, I didn't really care. Um, I don't know what it is. Like, both of them are are currently still making great music. Like, all the respect to them, but I just feel like their sounds wouldn't mix as well as people think that they would now. Um, I honestly think that if they, uh, even if they actually featured on each other's song, I mean, it could actually be, like, the thing is, I could have seen J. Cole be featured on Damn. Um, I didn't listen to J. Cole's last album, so I can't really say if that would have worked. But, um, yeah, like, I'm not... I'm not, uh, yeah, I don't think I'd be too big on it. So, ooh, yo, have y'all heard the new Rick Ross song that came out? If you know me, you would know that, okay, I don't want to say if you know me. What is this feedback? Hello? Check, check, check. Okay, sorry, I just, I heard a little bit of feedback in the microphone. Um... I don't know if you guys heard this. Uh, uh, no, wait. Okay, this is what I was going to say. So, I wouldn't say if you know me, but like, I've probably told, I haven't really told that many people this, but Just Blaze is easily my second favorite producer of all time. I just love his big cinematic productions and just the lengths that he would go to creating an instrumental the fact that oh what is going on oh i think that's my cell phone yeah i'm pretty sure that's my cell phone um yeah so yeah i think it was my cell phone being too close to the production you know what i mean so i had to i had to take it out so just blaze like the lengths that he goes to creating an instrumental for artists like This man books choirs. He books actual choirs in order to make an instrumentation happen. And just his, I don't know if um, he actually records using live drums, but man, his drums sound really fucking good, man. Like, I'll show you, I'll show you with this new Ricky Rose song that came out featuring Swizz Beats. Like, this sample already is so beautiful. I'm sorry I'm talking over Swizz. Me and him are two very loud individuals, and I can't help it. The both, like, this instrumental gets both of us hyped. 
You know what I mean? This is fire. This is amazing. Like, do you guys hear those drums? Oh, I just love his arrangements. Like, his arrangements are so fire to me. Um, yeah, so definitely check out the new Rick Ross song if you haven't already. I'm pretty excited for his new album. I'm not going to lie. So, you know, actually... Oh, whoa, that was that was too close. I'm sorry if that uh, cut into your earphones. Um, would you be interested in some kind of review format for a YouTube, a, U, a YouTube channel for me? Like, I'm thinking about doing that for this podcast. Um, I might make a good segment of this podcast to review, like, dedicate, like, maybe 10 minutes of it to... Uh, reviewing an album or maybe even shorter like a five minute review or something something short and sweet um is that is that something is that the kind of content that you guys would want to hear from me um i definitely yeah yeah let me know let me know um actually hold on i'm gonna record a instagram story right now um Wait, hold on. Yeah, all right. Let me let me get this let me get this jump in real quick. Uh, hey. Uh, so right now I'm recording a story and recording a podcast at the same time. It's fucking amazing. Look at this microphone. That is sexy as fuck. Um, so I was asking, I guess, the viewership if you would, I mean, if y'all would be potential, uh, if y'all, oh my God, <laughs> I lost this. I lost this. Okay, I'm going to record another one. I'm so sorry that you guys have to experience this. Hey, so I'm recording a story and a podcast right now. Check out this mic. Boom. Look at that. That's sexy. Um, so I'm asking the viewership right now, and I'm asking you guys if you would be interested in um, seeing me review albums or reacting to music somehow. You know what I mean? Like, I'm already thinking about, record. Uh, I guess, like, reviewing albums for five minutes on this podcast. Would you want to hear it? All right, let's see. Let's see how that went. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, that was a... You guys got to peek into production a little bit. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, okay. I'm going to post this after the after the pod uh so I don't get distracted. Um here, I'm going to save this before 
before it dies. Um, so yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. I got too close to the microphone. Oh my god. I am. I am so sorry for that. I got a little bit too excited and aggressive. Um, so yeah. If you guys wanna, if you guys wanna see that, let me know. Let me know. DM me. Um, you know, I'm thinking about doing this series where I, uh, you know, ask you guys or ask the people in my, uh, who follow me on Instagram if you want to, like, if you have any requests for albums for me to listen to, and then maybe I can just, like, review those as well. Like, hey, I love to, I love to try new shit. So if you have any suggestions, let me fucking know, you know? Um... God, this episode's getting long, but I mean, there's nothing that I really wanted to talk about other than the music that came out, but I was, so yesterday I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast and he very, like, Joe Budden's under his breath said something that really, really shook me a little bit. Um, he said, what type of girl you like will change the direction of your life? super casually he just threw that gem out really really casually and that is honestly facts that is such big facts like it's it's insane what kind of like what kind of girl you like like what that would do for your life um you know i would say my type has definitely switched up over the past like couple of years for sure. Um, I always used to like that almost uh, that like that pretty girl that tends to be the center of attention. Um, but what I realized is that, well, as far as like the girls I've dated, that involves a lot of like ego issues and just self-esteem issues um and self-confidence issues which really really um even though I didn't want it to it did affect me uh, and my productivity you know what I mean so I mean thankfully my tastes are changing right because that means the trajectory of my life is somehow going to change but I think that's sort of like a marker of like where your priorities are at you know what I mean? Like, sure, like, dating a crazy girl is fun, but when you have these grand goals and when you have, um, when you want to move a certain way, all that just ends up being is a distraction. So, yeah, I mean, look, if you're not satisfied and if you don't, there's some kind of, like, if you're thinking, like, huh, like, why are all the people that I end up dating trash, and why does, why does it affect me so negatively? Why don't you just try, I mean, easier said than done, but, like, hey, why don't you just try, like, another kind of person, you know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, that must mean that since this person's not good for you, they're just or this type of person's not good for you, there must be some kind of fundamental flaw um, within with your compatibilities. It's like, even though that person's your type, maybe they're your type because they're the, you know, because of circumstance. 
So that that is some food for thought on a Monday. Um, I hope I hope you guys have an amazing Monday because I have to head out soon. So I am going to play a song I found off of my Snapchat. I mean, sorry, not Snapchat. Jesus Christ. I yo, excuse me. It's nine o'clock at night right now. I need to get up at five um, to get on my grind. Um, so I want to play this amazing, amazing song by this singer, probably songwriter, talented, talented, talented human called, uh, named uh, Hannah. She's from Brampton, Ontario, which is in Canada. Um, yeah, very talented person. Uh, <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with me right now? All right, I'm just going to play, without any useless, useless introduction, I'm going to play Think About It by Hannah. Think about it. 
So that was uh, that was uh, "Think About It" by Hana. You can find it directly off of SoundCloud. Um, I'm pretty sure it's not on any of the streaming services. Um, I'm just guessing because of that, like that. Honestly, the instrumentals sound like a sample. So let's see if I'm wrong. Um, let's see. Yeah. Uh, actually, no, it's still, yo, you know what? It's on, it's on the streaming, oh shit, it's on streaming services. I'm going to add it real quick. Okay, lit. That is, that is dope. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, so you can, you can, uh, find her on all streaming platforms now. So, I mean, hey, hope you guys enjoy your Mondays or whatever day it is in the week, whenever you guys listen to this. I just honestly... Honest to God, like, I really do appreciate you guys listening, uh, you know, week in, week out. And it's really interesting to just kind of see how you guys react to different uh, marketing strategies I have. You know what I mean? Like, um, in terms of outreach and, like, trying to get this out there. And it's crazy because even w- with weeks I don't promote, you guys still listen. And that's that's pretty nuts to me that... I have an audience and and that somehow um you know that you guys want to hear me talk about shit and want to hear me uh want to hear me like you know yeah just talk about shit and talk about music and talk about whatever like it's it's really fucking fun like I love doing this shit and I can't wait I cannot wait till you guys get even more quality content because trust me I've already thought like man like I got some things in the works um I don't want to spoil it I don't want to spoil it I don't want to yeah I'm not going to spoil it yet so I mean if you're really curious just DM me and then we could talk about it I want to like talk talk to y'all um about it I just don't want to put it out in the air like that you know what I mean so yeah, just hit me. Hit me. Um, this has been episode 20 of the Fill in the Blank Interlude podcast with your host, Naoto Wakabayashi. And I'm signing out. Hope you have an amazing week. All right. Okay. I'm going to start doing ASMR right now. Okay, I'm out. <laughs>